0: Hello, my name is Dwayne Spearman, and I am the founder of Directional Ministries located here in Lynchburg, Virginia. This is a teaching ministry that is called to encourage, disciple, and challenge the people of God. Today is Monday, May the 14th. Let's go ahead and open up our Bibles to Matthew chapter number seven. And today we are going to be looking at verses 15 through 23. Matthew chapter seven, verses 15 through 23 beware false prophets which comes to in cheap clothing but inwardly they are ravening wolves ye shall know them by their fruits do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them not every one that saith unto me lord lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my father which is in heaven many will say unto me in that day lord lord have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works and then will i profess unto them i never knew you depart from me ye that work iniquity heavenly father we do come before you today we ask that you bless the reading of your word Father, you'd open our eyes to see and our ears to hear and our hearts to understand the things that you have for us today. And Lord, you know the needs that are represented on both sides of this microphone. Ask, Father, that you would meet them according to your riches and glory, that your perfect will would be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Today, we're focusing on, in the text, false prophets. In this passage, Jesus taught his Jewish disciples about false prophets. His admonition was, beware. That means to be on guard. It means to be alert. Why? Why was our Lord so concerned? Because false prophets were everywhere. And the Bible tells us much about them. For example, in Deuteronomy chapter number 13 in the Old Testament, uh, Deuteronomy, let's see, Deuteronomy 13 and verse number one, if there arises arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and he gives you a sign or a wonder and the sign or the wonder comes to pass, of which he spoke to you, saying, Let us go after other gods, which you have not known, and let us serve them. You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord, your God with all your heart and with all, all your soul. So there's always been false prophets. There were false prophets all throughout the, the old Testament. For example, in Deuteronomy chapter number 18 and verse number 10, uh, it says there shall not be found among you. Anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, one who practices witchcrafts or a soothsayer, or one who interprets omens or a sorcerer, or one who conjures a up spells or a medium or a spiritus or one who calls up the dead, Uh, the Bible talks about many that, uh, did abominable practices in the old Testament that were deemed by many to be prophets. For example, in first Kings in first Kings chapter number, uh, let's see first Kings chapter number 13 and verse number 18, uh, the Bible says, let's get a little context here. Um this is the, the old prophet and the young prophet. Uh and a young prophet had been sent to pronounce a prophecy, and then he was told he needed to leave after he announced it. And I'll just read it in context for you. First uh, Kings chapter number thirteen. And behold a man of God went from Judah to Bethel by the word of the Lord, and Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. Then he cried out against the altar by the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus says the Lord. Behold, a child, Josiah by name, shall be born to the house of David. And on you he will sacrifice the priest of the high places who burn incense on you, and men's bones shall be burned on you. And he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign which the Lord has spoken. Surely the altar shall be split apart, and the ashes on it shall be poured out. And it came to pass, when King Jeroboam heard the saying of the man of God, who cried out against the altar in Bethel, that he stretched out his hand on the altar and said, Arrest him. Then his hand, which he stretched out toward him, withered, so that he could not pull it back again to himself. And the altar was split apart, and the ashes poured out on the altar according to the sign which the man of God had given the word of the Lord, by the word of the Lord. Now, if you read the story in the context, you find that he went ahead and he healed the king. And then the king said, please entreat the favor of the Lord, your God, and pray for me that my hand may be restored. So he did that. And then he invited him to come back and eat with him. And the young prophet said, I can't do that. The Lord told me to come say what needed to be said and leave a different way in which I came. I can't do that. Um, Well, on his way out of town, there was an old prophet in the community. And the old prophet dwelt in Bethel and his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel. And they also told their father the words which he had spoken to the king and their father said, which way did he go? <laughs> and his sons, which had seen which way the man went, came from Judah. And then he said to his sons, I want you to saddle my donkey, you know, and I'm going to I'm going to talk to this man. And after the man of God, he found him sitting under an oak. And he said in him, Are you the man of God who came to Judah? And he said, I am. And then he said to him, Come home with me and eat bread. And the young prophet said, I cannot return with you nor go with you, neither can I eat bread nor drink water with you in this place. For I have been told by the word of the Lord, you shall not eat or drink water there nor return by going the way you came. And he said, I too am a prophet as you are. And the angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with you to your house, that he may eat bread and drink water. He was lying to him. False prophets have been around for a long time, friends. And of course, if you read the rest of the story, you will find that this act of disobedience costs this young prophet his, li- his life. So Deuteronomy 13, false prophets, they use signs and worship false gods. Deuteronomy eighteen ten: they use various forms of divination. First Kings chapter number 13, they lie. And in Jeremiah, chapter number 29, uh, Jeremiah, chapter number 29, we find that false prophets commit adultery. In Jeremiah 23 and uh, 29 and verse number 23, it says in verse 22, and because of them, a curse shall be taken up by all the captivity of Judah who are in Babylon, saying the Lord will make you like Zedekiah and Ahab upon whom the king of Babylon roasted in the fire. Because they have done disgraceful things in Israel, they've committed adultery with their neighbors' wives, they've spoken lying words in my name, which I've not commanded them, nor indeed I know, and I am a witness, says the Lord. So false prophets have been around. Matter of fact, in the New Testament they're spoken of in Second Peter. Uh, Second Peter, chapter number two and verse number one. But there were false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you. And what will they do? They will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them and bring on themselves swift destruction. So they bring in damnable heresies. And then verse number two, it says, and many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. So Jesus spoke to them about false prophets because they're real. They're everywhere. They've been around for many years. And he's saying, you have to watch out because false prophets can be hard to spot. And by the time they get close, they will destroy the sheep. Now, I want to look at a couple things that Jesus brings out in the text here in Matthew 7, verses 15 through 23 in regards to these false prophets. Number one, they're camouflaged. <laughs> they're camouflaged. In verse number 15, it says, beware false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. We see here in the text that they are camouflaged. They dress in sheep's clothing. They look like sheep. They walk like sheep. They talk like sheep, but they're not sheep. They come in like one of us. In Acts chapter number 20 and verse number 30, it says also of your own selves shall men arise speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Paul told the Romans in Romans chapter number 16, for they that are such serve not the Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. And by good words and fair speeches, they deceive the hearts of the simple. So the first thing we see about these false prophets Jesus warned them about is that they are camouflaged. And then the second thing we see is that they are ravening or ravening wolves. The word raven means or raven means to prey on, to hunt, to eat greedily. It is the pastor's job to protect the flock from wolves. Um, we see over in the Bible in Acts chapter number 20 and verse number 28. Acts chapter number 20 and verse number 28. The word of God says, therefore, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among whom the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, shepherd the flock of God, which he purchased with his own blood. For I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you and they will not spare the flock. Pastors have a job to protect the flock from these False prophets. And then the next thing we see in regards to these guys is that they are influential. They're influential. Verse number 22 says, Many, many, not many. That means there will be many of them. And notice what they do. Many of them will come to me in that day and say, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out devils in your name? Did we do not many works in your name? They're influential. I mean, these guys are prophesying. They're casting out devils. They're doing wonderful works. What makes these camouflage wolves so dangerous is that some of them can do these things. Again, they look like, walk like, talk like, but they're not. Thus, they convince people to follow them and turn away from the truth. You think of Janice and Jambres in the Old Testament by magic, by divination. They convinced Pharaoh to follow them and to reject what moses was saying simon you sorcery divination by the assistance of evil spirits in samaria to get the attention of the people and he earned the reputation as some great power of god in acts chapter 8 the beast in the book of revelation will cause the world to worship him by his power revelation chapter number 13 but notice the fourth thing jesus says about these false prophets they are damned verse number 23 and then i will profess unto them i never knew you depart from me ye workers of iniquity the false prophets that jesus warned them about were never saved because jesus said i never knew you and then finally notice the lord says you will know them by their Fruits. In verse number 16, you will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. And every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye will know them. The way you know these guys is by their fruit. You don't judge a tree by its leaves, or by its bark, or even its flowers, but by the fruit that it bears. The flowers may be beautiful, they may be fragrant, the foliage may be thick, it may be green, but these are merely ornamental. These guys are corrupt and you will know them by their fruits. Good trees do not produce bad fruit, bad trees do not produce good fruit. God bless you guys. Hope that you have a great day. Remember that God loves you, wants the best for you. He's working all things out for your good.